Are we recording? Are we? I guess. Welcome to episode 36 of... What's the name of the show? 21st Century Boys. 21st Century Boys. Uh, sorry, it's been a while. Uh, we were going to record a couple of weeks ago, and then I had the COVID, so I wasn't really allowed to sit in the same room as Jack, and then Jack kind of had a cold. Yeah. So we've been kind of just ill, and not in the fun, ill way, so... Uh, we are going to cover a couple of comic books. Looks like we both uh, both brought Marvel. Sorry, I still got a little bit of fat tongue from having had the COVID. Um, looks like Jack, you've got a, a fun one, and um, I've got one. I, I wanted to do something quick and easy because I got home from work and I was like, I got to get a book read. So you want to go first? Sure. All right, let's Today, hear about this one. I'm reading Sleepwalker Volume Three. You got on the cover is the sleepwalker and the guy that he's in and then there's all the heroes like going to attack sleepwalker and the guy's like but this is only a dream right it's like tell that to them that's a lot of superheroes and we start off whoa with, yep that's a lot cuckoo but for the crazy page we got add for some marvel cards like those those are those yeah. are cool so you see it's called theater of madness and we see that they're setting up this movie. Can't turn to the next stage, but they're setting up a movie, and they got this alien guy trying to kidnap this like girl. But I won't describe her. Yeah, she and basically he, has no clothes on. Yeah, a little weird. And he's like, "You would be either my queen or my slave, and she would be never. I would rather die than date you." And she uses a perfume grenade. We get to the next panel. It's like cut. Like good work, and the girl's like, "Hey, that smoke bomb stank." <laughs> so, uh, my butt kinda is cold because this I'm basically wearing up. And get to later on in a screening in Metropolitan University. You know, this one guy he's eating a pizza, but it's pink. So I don't know what's going on with that. Main guys yawning while they're setting up the movie, and roll it, and we get you filming the movie, and he doesn't set the smoke bomb at the right time because he's falling asleep. It's like, well, you suck, and they cost too much. And he's like, man, I don't blame him for being upset. I'm just too tired. If only I didn't have to deal with Sleepwalker. And we cut up, and suddenly Sleepwalker appears behind the girl, and she. And then he's like, this is, you're dreaming right now. And in the dream, he's watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. And he's like, but it looks like the movie. And he's like, nah, but it isn't. And I'll try to prove to you that I'm not a threat to you. So I assume the previous two were more like origin issues. Maybe that's when Sleepwalker first appeared. Sure. But this is the third one. And he's like, watching this movie can be dangerous, but not watching it would kill you. So I don't know why he would say watching it would be dangerous. Yeah, that's weird. But whatever. And he's like, but remember, this is a theater of your dreams. They're not real. He's like, what kind of theater? He's like, your dreams, you dummy. And then the movie begins, and we see he's talking about opening credits, and they're just, like, showing different things from his life. And then we get added for these cool Marvel shirts. I like the one on the top. Yeah. Lift. And if anybody got that one, it's pretty cute, too. I thought this one was interesting. It says, 50 years of Captain America, 
dot 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 and other heroes but it has red skull and dr doom on it i don't think those are heroes yeah, I mean, the rest seem like heroes. I mean, like I some people know. might argue for Doctor Doom. I don't think Red Skull's ever been a hero. I'm using Nazi. There's not much. Yeah, that's what I'm that. saying. It's, that's not heroic, last I checked. Anyways, we get to the next page, and he's talking about this is Demonoscape, and it looks insane. There's like little aliens. There's like a little robot astronaut guy flying around. It's just pretty crazy. He's just saying, it's home. The countless life forms. And he's kind of like all around in the next panel. And he's like kind of short in one. He's taller than another. And he's talking about how there's like a bunch of sleepwalkers and he's not the only one. And then we got a thing for rifts. So that's cool. It's yeah. a game, I guess. RPG. RPG. And get to the next page. And he's talking about how our most sacred vow is never to enter another being's minds ourselves so I guess he made him go in there or something I don't know mm-hmm. however we will not pursue an invader into a mind but we will do everything to prevent it from coming and then they show him using the star on his chest to like do laser beams at this alien guy and then we see that the guy the main guy is like you expect me to believe any of this? And Sleepwalker's like, but it's true. And he's like, alright. And then we see that his subconscious is actually the devil or something. That's why. Oh, he's called Cobweb. Is what Sleepwalker's calling him. And he's like telling the guy to like, stop. Stop sleeping. And Sleepwalker's like, no. He's like beating him up right now. That's about even. And then all of a sudden, the the cobweb is talking about, Welcome, come and dine with me, sleepwalker. And then he's like, That's my subconscious. And he's like, No, duh. And then they're fighting, but it's in a movie, and he's in the crowd, but it's in his head. And then the cobweb guy comes out the movie and tries to grab him. He's like, what do you take me for, a sleepwalker? Ha-ha. What? And then the guy's like, let go of me. Because his own conscious is grabbing him. But then sleepwalker breaks him. He puts him back in the movie. But then they are both in the movie. <laughs> and he's like, I tried to warn you. And your belief in him has no strength in him. And he just kind of disappears. And then comes back. Like, I don't even know what's going on. It's just sproing. Yes, it's sproing. And the guy's like, I don't even know what's going on. This is still my dream, right? He's like, yeah. Then I'll get help. And the guy imagines a bunch of Marvel superheroes. Look how weird Thing looks. Yeah, Thing looks pretty strange. Uh... Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, everybody else looks normal though. I mean, Wolverine looks kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. Crazy eyed. Mm-hmm. Like, I dreamed up some of the greatest heroes of Earth, and they're all listening to him. It's like they're all real, but they're just in his head. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he can't control them. They're just kind of there. And then he's like, "Well, Storm, this monster's trying to kill me." And they're like, they pointed a sleepwalker. They think he's evil, and mm-hmm. he's like, 
That's the only guy around here that's uglier than me. He must be the monster. And they'll try to beat him up. And so Sleepwalker pushes the guy back. And he's like, I was only trying to help. And Sleepwalker puts them all like in a bubble or something. Maybe it's like in a TV screen. Something's going on. But they come out. And they're all like beating them up. Like Thor threw his hammer at him. Wasp is lasering his eye off. Pretty crazy stuff. And then the main guy is like, uh, oh yeah, the cobwebs like, hey, isn't the sleepwalker kind of suck? Like he's kind of like disrupting your brain and like making your day worse. And he's like, yeah, but this isn't a movie and you're not real. Yeah. And so he goes out of the movie. Mm. The sleepwalker survives and now he's in the movie, and all the superheroes are watching it, and Wolverine smoking a cigarette. Gross. And then we get over to here, and they got this little comic. From it's like Stan Soapbox, but they actually made a comic, so that's cool. Yeah, but it's, it's like him and John Romita, maybe. Yeah, but it got too many words, so not today. <laughs> and then we go over to the next page, and Sleepwalker is still in the movie, fighting off Cobweb, and then he gets thrown away onto the ground, and we get some like. Where you buy comics? I like calling all up. We've been there. Mile High Comics. That's in Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then get over. Sleepwalk is like, I don't want you to hurt this innocent being. And then he goes in his dreams and he finds out that he's dating someone. And then, as seen in Sleepwalker One, we see that the guy went into his dreams and grabbed a star inside of him. I don't know what that means. I don't like the sound of it. Whenever you are asleep, I've been watching you. And he's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. Bye-bye thing. He's like, are you sure? He's so strange looking. Yeah. He's he's rocky. But anyways, we get him talking to Sleepwalker in the screen. And he's like, well, I'm going to depart you now, but I'll see you later. He's like, okay, I'll give you a handshake. And then he wakes up. And he missed the whole movie. Mm. Like, that may be, but I bet the one I saw was a whole lot better, even though it didn't make sense. Did you like it? I did enjoy it. <clears throat> I really like the artwork in it. Yeah. I am going to pause one moment so that I can go get a cough drop so I don't cough all over my section. Hold on one moment, please. I never understood, like, in that song where he's, he starts talking. Oh, we're talking about Dua Lipa. So he's talking... And the baby comes on, and he starts talking about putting cheese on it, and then putting yeah. ketchup on it. What's he yeah. putting ketchup and cheese on? <laughs> I need to look this up. That's man. so weird. Alright, so, I have, um, a Carl, a Carl, Coral, Coral, I have a Carl, I can't say Kyle, K-Y-L-E, <laughs> Kyle Stark's comic. It's, um, not super old. Marvel Unleashed number one. And you open it, and it's got a little tribute to John Romita inside of it. It's a pretty nice tribute, actually, about uh, when he passed. And it's got some pictures of stuff he drew. So, this is uh, Kyle Starks. This is Jesus Hervas. I hope I said that right. And um, basically, the appeal to this one to me was it's um, some of the different kind of Marvel critters. I am a fan of Throg. I am also a huge fan of Lockjaw. 
and on the cover it had Throg and Lockjaw, so I went, I'm in. Um, it also promises you go, you're going to get Chewie from Captain Marvel, Red Wing from Captain America, and Lucky from... Oh, Lucky's from Hawkeye. I couldn't think of it for a second. And I can't remember the name of the dog. It's the Basset Hound from Doctor Strange. Mm. He's like a ghost. Anyway. So, we're going to open up. It's in Central Park. Lockjaw's taking a nap. And then, poop, he gets a shot. Not a shot. What do you call those things? A dart. Yeah. So, there's a tranquilizer dart. And he goes, and it's Craven because Craven is hunting Lockjaw. And he shoots him in the butt. And I know, poor Lockjaw. And then he uh, jumps through a portal and jumps back through the portal behind Craven. And Craven leaps out of his way. He's like, ha ha ha, you are some really good stuff to hunt because I'm a hunter and I'm kind of a D bag because that's what I am. Anyway, so he finally knocks. Uh, him out with like multiple tranks. He has to trank him like five times because Lockjaw is the size of like a tank. He's huge. So Craven knocks out Lockjaw. Uh, later we see Lucky digging around in the trash can and this dog comes up and goes, Excuse me, Lucky. I'm D Dog and this is Juniper. And D Dog is like. <laughs> D Dog is like. I don't know. I don't know if you remember Demolition Man. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. Okay, so he's got on Demolition Man's mask. It's like ratty. Um, so anyway, D-Dog is talking to Lucky, and he's like, I need to help this dog, Juniper, and I'm a superhero. And he's like, what kind of superhero are you? And he tells his origin story about how he was abandoned. And when he was abandoned as a puppy, he went to a trash can, and he found this mask, and he put it on. So somewhere like out in the boonies, the demolition man's rat uh ratty mask uh was laying in the garbage and this dog found it and put it on so anyway they got to help juniper find his owner so lucky and juniper and d-dog go to juniper's house they go inside and lucky's like this place is weird and they go to a table and it's got like pictures of like dr doom and magic and nightcrawler and it's got like a bunch of kind of like, I don't know, magic-y, occult-looking things and some candles. And Lucky's like, I don't like this stuff. This doesn't look like science stuff. And D-Dog's like, I don't like how this smells. I don't like how this smells at all. So they go to a closet and the dog Juniper's like, this is what my boss smells like. <laughs> and they open it and it's like an AIM outfit. And Lucky's like, bleep this. This doesn't look good. Because, you know, AIM is like, naughty, naughty. So, Lucky's like, okay, I'm like a one-eyed dog who eats pizza. I can't help you here, but I know people who can. So, they go to Avengers Mansion, and they're all talking to, like, um, Jarvis. And Jarvis acts like he's talking to him. It's really weird. But Red Wing comes out and is like, I hear that you're looking for a named scientist. You know, I can help you out with this because the Avengers are off fighting a sentient cloud and they're not going to be able to help you right now. And uh, Chewie is up on the banister and is like, yeah, I can help you too. And uh, Red Wing's like, we don't need a cat with us. Cats are useless. And Chewie's like, I'm not a cat. I'm a flurkin. And Red Wing's like, that's a load of crap. You're just a cat, but whatever. So Chewie goes off with them. Uh, Ragwin goes, I recognize, uh, your mask. Are, are you Demolition Dog's 
a demolition dog. Are you demolition man's dog? And D dog goes no. And they're like, okay, well, what does the D stand for? And he goes, uh, dog. So they're like, your name is Dog Dog. And he's like, uh, yeah. So anyway, they go back to Myron's house. They're looking in there. They see this uh, aim thing. And they're like, this is sketchy. And Lucky's like, I got to get home. I don't have superpowers. I've got one eyeball. And so Lucky goes home. Um, Juniper goes with him because Juniper's... I can't remember the excuse exactly, but the gist of it was like Juniper has short legs. So Juniper's kind of like a poodle looking mix. And then she's just going to... or She? He? They? Mm. I don't know their gender. I don't want to assume. They go along with D-Dog, or not D-Dog, with uh, Lucky back to D-Dog's. I can't get it right. There's too many animals. They go back with Lucky to Lucky's house. So Juniper and Lucky are off the scene. D-Dog, Red Wing, and Chewie are going to go find out what's going on. So they're like, okay, follow this scent. So D-Dog's following this scent. They get to this kind of like warehouse looking thing. And they're like, okay, we got to come up with a plan. And before they can even come up with a plan, D-Dog knocks on the door and they open it. And it's like a bunch of AIM guys. And they're like, hey, is one of you guys doing an animal experiment? And they're like, I don't know, maybe it's you. And they're like, hey, I smell Myron in here. And they go, charge, find the human. Myron, are you here? So they're trying to find um, the one AIM guy. And they're like, do you smell him? No, not yet. And so all the AIM guys are like trying to run. And then one guy's getting attacked by Red Wing. He's like, geez, Brad is really getting decimated over there, huh? So this guy's just watching a falcon rip this his like pal's face open. D-Dog's like chewing this guy's butt open. And look at this. He's like chewed a hole in his butt. Like his underwear's gone. Like it's hairy butt sticking out. <laughs> so, and they're like, retreat. And he's like, what just happened here? He's like, I don't know, but you guys, we need to get some anti-talon spray. Brad's in really bad shape back here. Freaking Brad. You work for AIM? I got no sympathy for you. You put yourself in harm's way by signing up to work for AIM. So anyway, uh, D-Dog uh, and uh, Chewie are talking to each other. And Chewie tells D-Dog that he did great. And it shows them uh, once again following the scent. And, you know, just over hill, over dale. It's got them walking down the street. Then it's got them going over a bridge. Then it's got them going into this cave. When they get in this cave, they see Lockjaw. And Lockjaw is like, there's something really weird going on. That's some kind of collar with, like, these things coming out of its neck. And I don't know. Is that, like, a cosmic leash? I don't know. It's really weird. But they found Myron. So Myron is the one who hired Craven to capture Lockjaw. And there's a mirror behind Myron. And it goes, Myron, Darkwater, is it ready? <clears throat> and uh, it's ready, but I told you this whole thing was rushed. The machine has imperfections. Activate the machine, Myron, Darkwater. I've waited long enough. So Myron activates the machine that's apparently something he created from AIM, but also has some occult inhumanness going on because it has to hook up through Lockjaw. And Red Wing's like, this is getting worse and worse. I don't know why Red Wing has that voice, but it's kind of funny. And uh, Red Wing's like, I know him. That's Blackheart, the demon prince of hell. And so, yeah, Blackheart like, pops out of like this mirror. Now open another portal so my army horde may gain entry to this realm. This world will burn and crumble. 
for daring to entrap me. And uh, D-Dog's like, a demon? How do you fight a demon? And Red Wing's like, I only know one way to beat a demon. And that way is with a god. And that's to be continued. And it shows Throg sitting on a little throne. So, what did I think? I thought it was pretty flippin' good. I thought it was going to be kind of cutesy art. And I wouldn't say it's cutesy art at all. It's kind of like just typical Marvel-style art inside. It's really not super cartoony. It's really well drawn. It's Kyle Stark, so it's really well written. It's one of those I'm like, man, did I order the rest of these issues? And it turns out I did not. I only ordered issues one and two. So I'm going to have to track down issue number three, and I just added number four to the pre-order. But it's a really short series. Unfortunately, since it's modern Marvel, it's like five bucks an issue, so it's not cheap. So maybe it's one you might want to wait for on the app. I definitely think for for if it's something you're subscribing to, definitely read this when it hits the app. It's really good. And honestly, some of my favorite stuff on the app lately has been their animal stuff anyway. I really like the Loki alligator one. And It's Jeff is like one of my just straight up yeah. favorites on the app. But um, Marvel Unleashed... Uh, I mean, the size of the, the price of the trade is going to be like 20 bucks. The prices of the issues are like 20 bucks. If you can catch them cheap, grab them cheap. If you can only read it on the app, read it on the app. Regardless, fun book. Really liked it. I'm bummed I hadn't ordered them all, but I'm going to rectify that and pick up the one I missed. So, anyway, it's great getting to talk to you guys tonight. Uh, hope you enjoyed the couple of issues we covered. I had fun reading mine. Mine no, too. Yeah. So, uh, you can reach out to us. We are on Blue Sky and on Twitter. Are you the same Blue Sky? No. Okay, what are you on Blue Sky? Four, four, four. Okay, four for four. And on Twitter, you are? In underscore garlic. Okay. Uh, we do not have 21st Century Boys. I have invites. I should just, like, add us on there. Yeah. Um, you probably have invites at this point, too, don't you? You don't know? No, I don't oh. think so. Oh, okay. Anyway, so, 21st Century Boys on Twitter, 2-1... S-T-C-E-M-B-O-Y-S. I am at Iowa's Joe on Twitter. I am at Iowa's Joe on Blue Sky. So thanks for listening. And hopefully we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Worst case scenario, we do bare minimum one a month. But hopefully yeah. we'll be back in like two weeks. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great night. Good night.